Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. How you doing? I'm here, you know? I'm doing okay. It's been a weird one, but Mm. I am here, and I am ready to podcast. Mm, Okay. Podcasting can be fun. Yeah. So, we are doing an episode this week based off of a solicitor submission by Tanner at Sparky Upstart on Twitter. Thank you, Tanner. Thanks, Tanner. And that idea was Theatroclash. It's a title. Mm-hmm. Do you have an optional challenge? I do not for this episode. I had forgotten optional challenges until I had just read the title of the thing we're doing. <laughs> Is there a fun challenge that I could insert here? I'm not really. I can't think of any good ones. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll back at a challenge later or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me set a timer for 45 minutes. And go. Uh, so. So. The only thought I've really had is that Theatroclash, for some reason, makes me think of a specific video game. Like, like thematically, style-wise... I'm going to send you a screenshot of it, and then I will say what the name of the game is. It's Rocket Slime for the Nintendo DS, a game that I have never played. Oh, um, it's also very much giving me, like, uh, Advance Wars. Hmm. Because, like, Advance Wars kind of has those, like, cutscenes of, like, the two forces, like, but, uh, like butting heads against each other <laughs> yeah the reason i'm saying rocket slime specifically is because the battle tanks are just huge castles mm-hmm. um and my brain had the idea of what if your battle tank was just a huge stage <laughs> <laughs> or so like a huge... series of sets that are like all rigged together you yeah know? yeah it's like um you know, like a baseline, like, platform that you can then, like, add sets onto, depending on, like, what production you're channeling. Or, like, for example, in the picture I showed you, we see the slime castle thing, or both of them have castle aesthetics. So, like, mm-hmm. because of that, you could just stick a Juliet on a balcony there, and have <laughs> Romeo hanging off some other side of it, and monologuing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, like, um, especially if you did stick with, like, the Shakespeare realm, like, those are all, like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? The thing where it's so old that, like, nobody has the rights to it, so you don't have to worry about people being fussy about it. Mm -hmm. Public domain. All of Shakespeare's stuff is public domain, too, so you just, like, you know have all like the the stages and stuff like that be like shakespearean stuff and it's chill yeah i just like it's the visual element to me of people 
like not standing on a stage and acting, but clambering around a large machine and acting. Uh huh. Yeah, which is yeah. Very appealing. Um. So I, I forget. Like, what is like? I'm, I'm seeing in the screenshot. I'm seeing slimes like carrying bullets over to a cannon. Is that like what you're doing as a player? I think that's how the gameplay works in that game. Like I said, I've literally never played it. I've never watched it be played. I've only seen screenshots. Okay, okay. Um, It's a game that I really want to try just because of how visually appealing it is. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Add that to the list for RGG streams. (laughs) But, um... now, Now I'm trying to, like, kind of, like reverse engineer okay so theatric clash it's kind of like um like competing high schools universities roving bands of theater troops careening across the landscape in their motorized set yeah yeah it's very much giving me like militarized schools like from kill a kill (laughs) Uh, but it's the thing i just thought of was what <laughs> zoids <laughs> oh god zoids new century you have you have the one school that's like a midsummer night's dream themed and they're like zoid is a like a scent or a, a satyr just a large satyr that people act on top of mm-hmm. they're like some kind of like fey folk it's just giant Titania. <laughs> I just realized the sentence that I just said is going to be so quiet compared to another sentence I said a while ago. So it may have been lost. Mm. So I'll have to see what I can do when editing. Um, okay, so let me maybe. Okay, maybe we do take something from Zoids here. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when I think of Zoids, I think of Zoids New Century Zero. Which is the okay. one where the guy pilots the Liger Zero, and it has the yeah. different outfits. His name's Bit Cloud. Okay. Um, where it's just like, yeah, Zoids are no longer used for warfare. Instead, they've been used and contained to a series of battle competitions and tournaments. So, mm. it's like mm. a combination of... Oh, thunder. Ooh. A combination of, like zoids and g gundam uh-huh yeah yeah where you're on like some sort of abandoned planetoid or continent or something and it's just the tank your your tournament it's like a it's also kind of like i'm just saying like okay but what if it's i'm referencing a bunch of things that are all the same thing because then uh-huh, i was also going yeah. to reference the duelist kingdom arc of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> okay so definitely got like tournament competition vibes Mm -hmm. uh which makes sense like that that is a thing in the theater world like um i know my high school every year would get like a, a group of kids together and they would go to a competition and like uh i don't sometimes it would it sometimes it would be musical sometimes it would just be acting but essentially you you get people together and you do a one act play so it's it's a little bit on the shorter side but you try to fine tune it as much as possible and then you go up against 
other high schools and you just like do that play over and over and over again in competition mm-hmm. uh so thought um i i like the idea of this being a game that exists in two spaces yeah um where there's like an open world mm-hmm. and in that open world you are piloting the uh the theater around mm-hmm. the environment yeah um because i'm just imagining someone trying to pilot like a three-story building through the world <laughs> of breath of the wild i'm also i'm also getting like that kind of vibe but it also has like armored core like horrible claw controls uh, and you have like no. shoulder shoulder buttons to pan the camera R1 and R2, or R1 and L1 are like, you know, auxiliary thrusters and like all these like weird obtuse, like, con- like fine minutia controls for like piloting this three story building. Uh, I don't think we need it to be that much, but. I mean, it, it's clearly like inspired by that, but like modernized and actually uses the right analog stick. <laughs> I mean, I kind of just imagined it being like a a tank that's just very sluggish and unwieldy Mm -hmm. um i think you can get out and run around because i i think i want to pitch the other half of the game being 3d platformer ish yeah 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 i kind of like the idea of um essentially it's like you know tank driving until like you either encounter another like you encounter another foe or you're doing like a tournament match and then it kind of becomes like another like it kind of swaps into like the more like smaller scale combat Mm -hmm. uh i also think like i'm thinking of like maybe there's small villages and outposts that are around that have like little side quests Mm -hmm. yeah because you have to um you have to go across the countryside and raise money because it it can't be cheap to you know uh or maybe not money but like you know trade goods depend you you need to get upgrades so that way Mm -hmm. parts of this are easier yeah yeah um you can either make like the tank driving uh you know easier oh is 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 performance going to be an actual gameplay yeah, that's the thing I was trying to think would be, I want to try to make it a 3D platformer equivalent thing. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to do it. Maybe it's like, hmm. It's like, I my brain wants to say, well, then it turns into a rhythm game. But then I'm just like, I think, um, I was playing a, a demo for a game on the Switch last night that had, like, essentially it was, it was, it was a side-scroller platformer. And then it had, like, that interspersed with, like, rhythm segments. And I really liked the platformer elements. But when it came time to do the the, the rhythm game, I was like, this is not as fun as the platforming. <laughs> okay. So what if the actual performance part is further broken into gameplay types? Okay. Um, because I want to do the 3D platforming stuff so it, like, it represents having to clamber around and get to your spot on the on the machine hit your mark you have 10 seconds to get across this 
you know, this backstage area. <laughs> or if, like, there's a scene where, let's say you're doing a performance of Peter Pan or something, mm. and you need to do the the part where, like, you gotta swing off of a rope. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, like there are parts in plays that can be 3D platformy. Mm-hmm. Um, then you could have basic combat during a fight scene. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's it, it would i think simulated combat in that way would be really interesting to try to like represent as a video game because like you know you're not trying to like dps the other person down to zero hp you're just trying to you know make this as uh you know r- not realistic but like you simulate this combat as best as possible without hurting the other person you don't want to like push it too far mm-hmm so it's like it's more about like precision controls than like just mashing like you know one on your MMO hotbar until the monster is dead. I, I I think it would be like there they have the opponent has two bars which is defeated and like actual defeated. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. like when you. You hit them, and then there's, like, if you hit them again too quickly, you actually take out from the the actual pain thing, and that becomes more of a rhythm or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, um... Yeah, it probably has, like, a rhythm-like element, but it isn't, like, you know, DDR arrow tracks of pier, and you have to, like, da 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 you know, get all those inputs in real quick. It's more it of has just, like... the rhythm of a wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in, not... in, in Fire Pro, the whole point is like you can't just go out there and destroy someone. There needs to be mm. a back and forth for you to get the crowd excited. Yeah. There we go. It's <laughs> inspired by Fire Pro. Acting. Yeah. Wrestling <laughs> is acting. Oh yeah, for sure. It's very, very acrobatic and athletic acting. Mm-hmm. Alright, so do we want this to be, like, fully open world, where, like, if you want to go fight some team first, you can just go there and fight them? Or is this, like, there's an open world, but the uh, the fights on the map don't show up until you do them in the right order? Hmm. Basically, am I saying, is this Breath of the Wild, or is this, like, Link to the Past? That's a really good question, because, like, um so as as a as an ex theater kid uh i think one of the important things about um like theater is like scheduling it's like setting dates for 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 performances you know giving audiences enough time to like you know you want to be able to be like hey you know we're performing you know in in like three months two months here come come see us so like you give people enough time in advance so they know you're doing something and then hopefully you can get people to actually like come to the damn thing. So I feel like there there's probably like some like scheduled fights. Okay, or... I, I like the idea of it being like, okay, you have five in game ga- in game days to mm. get to this location. 
during yeah. those days you can do whatever you like it may only take you a day or two to travel over there yeah but you um, could hit up like two towns on the way to like do like smaller performances to get earn upgrades you could do practice do a rehearsal yeah mm, rehearsal which is just like bodying a, a smaller you know something or another <laughs> I, I imagine like doing the rehearsal is just like running through the uh the fight but like on easy mode or something yeah or so, like, like with infinite sense. continues yeah or like mm-hmm. you can just jump to certain like checkpoints yeah yeah and without all of the special effects yeah it's just like you can't just do that forever, though, because that does eat into, like, your internal clock of, like, you know, trying to make sure you, you get to a certain place at a certain time. Yeah. Um, okay. So the thing, other thing I want to do is I I feel like each fight should be a specific play or adaption of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a way that you could do that and still have it be like a competition, I guess, is like the weird part. Hmm. Or maybe it is literally just like, okay, if you do good enough, you get enough fan power and then that's what mm-hmm. makes you win. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, here, here's what it is. Uh, every machine, every theater, like a mobile theater unit has a crystal in it and the crystal gets power from audience mm-hmm. and it can fire a big laser and then at the end when you're done with the play the layers get lasers get fired at each other and then whichever one is stronger destroys the opponent <laughs> they they do a power clash <laughs> oh god i do like that that that's the theater clash yeah so it'd be like all right so today you'll be seeing two performances of this play mm-hmm. and whichever one is better gets to fire a bigger laser i am almost want what i'm almost wonder if it's like um a simultaneous viewing kind of thing or if it's just like one it's just like two plays back to back and... I kind of like the idea of simultaneous viewing. So that way, mm-hmm. if there's like a moment where, like, in the middle of your run that you could see like a, a quick cut of something that's happening over there, so like you have like a the stakes sort of laid out for you of like, oh, they're doing the scene and it's like getting a really big boost. See if you can see what you can if you can do better here than you might be able to decrease their numbers by getting them to pay attention to you instead yeah yeah you could probably like you could do like improv to interfere and like take the spotlight away from their big moment yeah um so let's let's think of like some plays yeah yeah so uh peter pan was mentioned peter pan's really good um let me let me get a list I definitely like like Midsummer Night's Dream and Romeo and Juliet are very like classic, you know, Babby's first play. Let's see here, we have a list of public dom- plays in the public domain. Hell yeah! Oh, let me reopen that other tab. Oh, should it be one act plays in the public domain? <laughs> I-, I feel like. Um... 
Um, I wouldn't like rule them out, but like, I, I, I guess. I like the idea of it being a slightly more well-known things. Also, I mm. guess is the thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, this is like a weirder list than I was expecting. I think is what happened here. Hmm. So let me look at this other list instead. So we've got all of the Shakespeare's. Yep. It's a lot of them. Hmm. Um, an error occurred. Mm. Oh, there we go. So a lot more Shakespeare's than I thought there were. Yeah, yeah. There there <laughs> definitely are a good number of them. I, thinking about it more, I'm just like, I think I like Shakespeare's comedies. I think that could be really fun for this. Like, because you've got like the more like dramatic tragedies like hamlet and macbeth and macbeth would actually be really fun for this since you could do like spooky like witch special effects mm-hmm. but i'm also thinking of like uh taming of the shrew and much ado about nothing which are very funny what if it's just shakespeare plays there are so like Shakespeare did a lot of different like genre is the thing like yeah there's like historical stuff there tragedies or historical and tragedy kind of gets lumped together a lot but then he also did like a lot of comedies as well so you really have a lot to choose from the reason I want to also like do that is because I thought of a good subtitle if this becomes Mm. a series is theatric clash colon Shakespeare, but spear is spelled like the weapon. Yes! Which now is I'm really just... just Shakespeare, but without the, the E at the end. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm also just thinking, like, what if the uh, the the school you play as is, like, some famous and well-known, like, mythical spear and i'm just like oh god <laughs> longinus high school <laughs> that could be the it could be like the name of the island is like the isle of longinus or something like that i don't know yeah yeah or the like the the hollowed out like planetoid this takes place on mm-hmm. this stuff is hard to find specifically like i'm trying to find like to see if there are other lists but really the only stuff is like it all of the links i'm finding are like dead links or old links or updated links and it's making it Mm. a lot more difficult oh gosh (laughs) okay so let's think about um characters and like uh, enemy teams and stuff like that Mm mm-hmm um, there's definitely, like, the one pretty popular girl who... Okay, so let, let's start with, like, like the casting director, or, like, the director for the play. Like, wh- what kind of... Like, is, is there a director? What kind of... Like, who are they? Because uh, I feel like that will kind of, like, inform the rest of the cast... Well, so I don't want to get, like, super deep into the full cast thing. Like, I'm sure mm. we could. 
like I know, for example, the main char- the main player character is the person who plays the lead role in most of the plays. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess like there probably is a director figure who is sort of like the person in your ear telling you like, okay, make sure you get to the next place in this amount of time. Go go go. Well, there'd be so there's going to be like the director, and then there's going to be a stage manager. The stage manager make them one person. <laughs> Oh, I like them being two different people because then you could have like. I don't like... want to have a. I like the thing is then is if we do like making sure people are different people and not combining roles, it becomes of you have a cast of sixty people on your vehicle alone. Yeah, but also I think um, in in this world, the director is also like maybe the person who pilots the the like school mac and see i this... figured it would be whoever does the lights the you know the stage tech yeah i mean that that could be a thing uh really just depends or it's up to us we could make it whatever we want yeah no that actually would be like kind of fun like the the people who do like backstage stuff are also either like pilots are like the mechanics that work on the uh yeah the mac yeah like... i imagine it's one of those things where like you don't talk to most of them you interact with like the head one mm-hmm. the stage manager sure <laughs> I, in that case i would say like the stage manager is the one who lets you know about like mechanical stuff where the director is the one who's like okay make sure you are getting to your spots go 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 hmm and then you probably have like three or four other actors that you have that are named that you pay attention to that aren't just like generic NPC. Mm, yeah, because I feel like the the people who would play like the chorus or you know like background characters those aren't really people that you would like spend a lot of time with. And like you probably won't be seeing them much on screen. I think it's going to be like a, a condensed version of a of the play. You are hitting the highlighted scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe that's what it is. Like when you're not moving in between scenes. Like if it's like okay, we have a dead zone here where we're cutting out like five scenes. That's when we we show some footage of like the opponent and like crowd reactions. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, is, is the character customizable? Yes. Good. I mean, like, I, at this point, I can't, I, unless the game is very story driven in a way that this doesn't sound like it is, I don't ever see a reason why you can't just customize your character looking at you yeah, fire in yeah. three houses. Yeah, like, I think, I think when you make your character, you kind of pick, like, okay, what, um, they give you kind of, like, three or four, like, roles that you want to fulfill on stage, and Mm. they're, like, well, because, I, because I think that's, like, the, the amount of, like, named characters that you would want, so you kind of just, like, pick which one that you would want to play. See, that's, I feel like we could, what my brain was saying was something along the lines of, um, like, you are playing, like, let's say you're doing a thing of Romeo and Juliet, your character 
plays Romeo. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, there's all like, uh, and the other like major roles, those are taken up by like actual named NPCs. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's mostly just because like, if you think about a lot of those, there's like the one main role that would probably be doing stuff, mm-hmm. which is what you build the levels and set pieces around. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I I guess, like, I feel like it would be weird to be pigeonholed into playing, like, Romeo every single time when, like, I think a lot of people would also like to play Juliet. Okay, I understand that, but what are the levels designs that you do for Juliet? (laughs) I I haven't seen Romeo and Juliet recently. Juliet gets to do, like, ballroom scenes, she has to climb up the stage to get to the balcony to do the balcony scene she would have to uh like there's a whole scene with her like going to the apothecary to get the poison and like she she gets a she gets a lot of stuff to do like there's there's a reason why the play is romeo and juliet okay all right but then let's transfer that over to something like hamlet mm-hmm. you know like hamlet is like you would play Hamlet. You wouldn't play anybody but Hamlet. Yeah, like, granted, I I am not familiar enough with my Shakespeare Shakespearean plays or most plays in general. So, so his his tragedies tend to be like it's like one person's story, and everything bad happens to them. That's like Hamlet, Macbeth, Henry the whatever. Like those are very much King Lear. Those are kind of like centralized on like one person when you start getting into his shakespeare's comedies those have ensemble casts with a Mm -hmm. lot of important and cool people that i think would if you if you were to like steer more towards the comedies then you could not just play the leading man you would have like at least like one other option okay i Maybe that is less of a at character creation thing and more of like a a play by play yeah yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I like that. I like that because, a lot. Like, because of how many, like, just, you know, it's not every play that would have that option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, let's see. Um, I feel like there's definitely one that's, like, heavily, I am imagining there is, like, a, the, the big final boss one of the, enemy theater troops is like very like dark colored gothic you fight them on top of a mountain mm-hmm. they're doing Macbeth. very very like you know double double toil and trouble like the full like the witches everything mm-hmm. uh i don't know i don't know what you would like counter that with Maybe you're both doing Macbeth. <laughs> it's uh, just know, like... That was the assumption I made, is that everybody's doing the same, you're doing the same play at the same time. Mm, see, I was thinking it was just like, uh, it would be like different plays, but who, who who can ever do like their respective plays better? But that gets even more interesting if it is like, you know, it's it's the same play, but it's your two schools interpretation of it. What are you going to cut out of it? How is it going to like translate to stage? That that becomes interesting. Yeah, like I feel like it's be- mostly because like if the concept is comparing the two, 
it, mm. then it becomes a matter of taste. It's like, oh, well, I don't like tragedies as much as I like comedies. And this person's doing yeah, comedy. Yeah. Versus like, mm-hmm. oh, these two people are doing the same tragedy. I just think these people did it better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so maybe maybe the final boss is just like a Macbeth off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what sort of like maintenance or like upkeep do you think the player would have to do for the school i think part of it also i think part of it would depend on like damage sustained during travel or like if there was a big scene and or maybe there is like parts of the story where like oh during a big scene something broke (laughs) yeah yeah did a qte to to sort of get around it and it sort of ran with the flow you managed mm-hmm. to, or someone sabotaged you and you managed to recover, but like, you gotta spend time trying to do the thing to get it repaired and still make your yeah. next stop. Yeah, you get a, like a, like a, a pop-up on your HUD that's like, oh, some, some, like, apprentice stage tech, like, went to go push, or pull the, uh, the wire for somebody's flying scene and it uh pulled a little too hard and it snapped now we have to you know go find a new you know wire and harness for see i I was thinking like large structural damage oh yeah no i think that that could be like the fun thing is like it could it could it could either be like you know very like small scale things like oh no the curtain tore or it could be like the what the west wing of the you know of the our huge structure is like come like slowly crumbling we need to do something about that you're doing romeo and juliet and the tower like balcony that juliet's in just falls over <laughs> oh no Ju- juliet is unable to perform <laughs> i have to recast her uh yeah and just like i like that idea there mm. um, maybe also some of those side quests are like get you upgrades for like mobility like that aren't just like ah this gives you a plus five movement speed maybe it's like this side quest gets you a glider upgrade yeah yeah and it's like okay cool you can glide around on stuff but also like if you you know run out of like the propulsion fuel mid glide you're going to crash and that's going to be a huge like you know financial strain on your you know your you know set budget mm-hmm. so like you know yeah you can glide but you got to be smart about it <laughs> mm-hmm. um i also like the idea of having like a flotation upgrade so you can go across and up and down rivers mm. because i do you... think like there's a zora domain type location that has the people who do midsummer night's dream mm-hmm. yeah yeah maybe there's just like <laughs> just a casual like real life faith folk <laughs> yeah uh there's got to be like some kind of like crazy like propulsion rocket that you can slap on the back but it's like has like that very it has that chance to just like you know yeah you can go really fast but like watch your overheating if you yeah there's a chance that if you overheat you do in fact catch fire <laughs> yeah yeah and like maybe if you you know 
switch over to a a fireproof chassis later like that won't be you know as big of a deal but like when you first get it you know you're just made out of like iron wood or something like that mm-hmm. god just like precariously maneuvering around the side of a canyon mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta make it to the desert festival but the desert festival's on the other side of this canyon and you're just going down the side of it, and like there are moments where you see the rocks sliding off the side, and you're like, oh no, I don't want anything to fall. <laughs> but if you have the glider upgrade, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's like, like player to player? Like, do you think you could like connect this game to online and just like play against a real person? Uh, I don't see a thing that we've done with our story, like, with our concept that you couldn't. I just, yeah, it's like, it's it's more like it exists in theoretical space, so you don't really end up taking, like, structural damage after the fact. But yeah, it just it, could be, like, be a fun, like, like, co-op a, mode. It'd be, like, the same as, like, a competitive rhythm game, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's just a matter of doing it better. Yeah, or, like, competitive Pokemon, where, like, yeah, you can you know, give your Pokemon a, a healing berry, but that berry really doesn't get, like, actually used in your, like, game file. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I like I like that. There's, you know, a, a whole, like, meta for, like, you know, you gotta get, like, this upgrade to your, you know, your stage building so, like, you don't have, like, mishaps happen while you're doing PvP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where, like, you may not necessarily go for an upgrade like that in, like, the normal, like, story mode, but it's, like, top tier for, like, online ranked battles. Okay. Anything else? Not really. I think, uh, I think that's a, I think that's all I got. For those of you at home asking, but, like, but why are the characters there? The answer is, for the prestige. <laughs> you are competing for prestige. Of course. Alright, I'm gonna do a little type up then. Yeah. Okay, I think I have finished the typing. Alright. Competing theater groups travel across an island in massive moving stages. On a schedule, your troop competes with another to perform a specified play better and win over the audience. Managing your travel time rehearsals and village side quests as well as supplies... Plays are a mixture of 3D traversal around your theater vehicle, stage combat, rhythm, etc. Uh, occasional sabotage and battle can lead to your structures failing and necessary improvisation. Scenes are interspersed with check-ins on your opponent and crowd reactions. <laughs> nice. Alright. Um, in that case, I think it's time for plugs. You can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, or you can send us emails and ideas and just your general thoughts about anything, really, over to RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I am on Twitter and on Twitch at CrashMovies14. Uh, you can find me posting about Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, been having some good times in that game recently uh 
How about you, Cassidy? Where are you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I'm also at tw- on Twitch at the same location. Um, I've been streaming for the past, this past weekend, I streamed like an 45 minutes of Billy Hatcher each morning. Uh, and I might <laughs> just continue doing that next weekend too. It was kind of fun. Just, just like jump in, beat like an entire world's worth of levels and then be done with an, an hour. Nice. <laughs> um, I'll probably put up a place where you can see the VODs of that soon. Mm. Um, you also find other podcasts I do, such as Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast, which is at Kids and Their Dog on Twitter. And it's also Precure Podcast Engage, a podcast about the entire Pretty Cure franchise and also Ben 10, which is over at Precure Podcast Engage on Twitter. Right? No, I think it's Prepod Engage is the app. Yeah. Um, you can also go check out Apex City at Apex City Cast. It's a mask actual play. I'm not a member of it, but I am a guest on the Silver Age part of the Hindsight 2020 campaign. So go check that out. The last episode of that will have been out already, of the of the Silver Age part specifically. Hindsight is not over until the year is over. <laughs> um, and I think... Oh, I'm also... I don't know if it's out yet. I don't know when it'll be out. I know they like record months in advance. Um, but I was on Loser Like Me, which is related to this. Mm-hmm. Because one, it's a Glee recap show. And also, uh, it's hosted by Tanner as well as Christina. Tanner being the one who submitted Theatrical Ash. Mm-hmm. So I'm on an episode of that. It may not be out, but it should be out at some point in some amount of time (laughs) i think that's everything so let me get my random number generator i'm gonna suddenly give you the numbers and you're gonna tell me what they are all right which means i also need you to tell me how many things are on the list for different things all right so so the first thing is the list of six right yeah all right, we got a three. That is genre plus topic. Genre plus topic. Let's do genre first. Genre is 30, 31. 31 genres. Six. Uh, is a card game. Okay. I haven't done one of those, really. Yeah, it's a card game about 41 different topics. 25. Monster. Do you mind if we re-roll? I don't want to do monster card game. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and re-roll that, I, I say. 24. <laughs> medieval. Okay. Medieval card game is more reasonable, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, medieval card game. Um, so until we'll do that next week, but until then, good luck. Have fun.